Hello, hey, and welcome to Ask the Color Expert. My name is Elaine Travis. I am a career hair colorist, independent educator, and author of the book, A Colorful Journey. I'm here every week sharing tips, tricks, and stories that are all things hair color. Thanks for joining me, and let's get started. This podcast is brought to you by Vish, a complete color management system designed by colorists for colorists, helping salons to eliminate waste, ensure consistent color and pricing, track inventory, and maximize profit. To learn more about Vish, simply text in all capitals, get Vish with no space, G-E-T-V-I-S-H, to the number 44222 for more information. Hello, welcome back to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Today is always my favorite day. My friend London jumps in and we do our WTF Wednesday once a month. Our first WTF has been the most listened to episode of all of my podcasts. So I know you guys are excited for another one. So welcome back, London. Great to see you. Thank you. I'm excited. These are all these are always so much fun. Oh, so what do you got for me this week? Okay. You ready for our first question? Yes. Okay. It's kind of long and lengthy, so I might um, have to kind of, oh, kind of re-repeat certain things as I like address, but um, I thought this was good. Okay. So here she goes. She says, when you get home from a long day and, and decide to return two guest or two new guest phone calls, one is 20 minutes about how she needs someone to do her hair cheaper than her current stylist. The other call was her rambling on for 30 minutes on and on about no one in the area can get her hair the right color. Finally, we, we booked for March and I asked if she would also like to do a trim when she comes in. She tells me, no, she will just go to gray clips for her trim. Ugh. She really wrote that. I didn't just put that in. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing against them, but after a long ass speech, really? Exclamation question mark. Then I specifically tell her to email me pictures and other information. I send her a text reminder through my phone and she starts texting me all these pictures and more stuff. Really, people? Exclamation point. I like she says this i like have all night after my long day wait what she's trying to say is like i have like all, i have yeah like i have all day to cater to you after 8 p.m okay so i have so many thoughts on this like my head was just spinning because i am not on her side on this at no all. Like, not, i'm, I'm not, not I mean, I didn't even, I didn't read through the comments because I didn't even really want to like muddy my brain because then I would, I might comment something that might be unkind and you know, or whatever. So I have a couple thoughts. Number one, my very, very first thought was the first sentence when she says, I come home from a long day and I return two phone calls. Like, no. Okay. If I, and you guys, everybody knows this. If you're exhausted, if you're tired, you are not your best, right? You are not thinking your best. So now anything, anything that happens, that's, that's negative or challenging, you run the risk of being very emotional when you 
or on the phone or, you know, when you react to something. So that's number one for me, it's like, no. And then, um, I always like to say angry calls are opportunities, not obstacles. 100%. So I think if you go in saying, Oh, I have to call these people back, or you already have kind of a shit, a poop attitude about it, then you're not, again, you're not going to be at your best. So I would say go into it thinking of opportunities and she gave her, her the opportunity to turn it into an opportunity in her mind. When the client says, no one can get her hair right. No one can get my color right. For me, what I hear when a client says that is no one has given me a proper consultation. That's what I hear. I don't hear that, you know, oh, she's probably very difficult. Nobody wants her. She's probably been fired from this salon, that salon. I don't hear that. I hear no one has given me a proper consultation. Would you agree with that? I do. And I'm confused. Was it the same person? The second call was her going on and on or were there two different clients? It was two different clients. So the first okay. one, <clears throat> I just couldn't tell if she was like, and then she went on and on and on. I thought message two was her. Yeah. So she was already hijacked from client one and she continued to reach out to client two, which in my life coach brain is sin number two. Like hmm. two things happen. <clears throat> we all have that. Oh crap. I didn't call so-and-so back. And for me, I get really hurt when someone doesn't respond or get that when someone, when I just get ignored, it really like hijacks me. So I never wanted to go a full day without responding. So I'm always like, Oh, I have to call her. And then I'm like, well, wait, now it's rude. Cause it's really late. So mm -hmm. now not only are you not at your best, but that person who called you is not at their best either because you're right. getting back to them way later. So that's another thing. Good point. Um, yeah. I didn't, I didn't think about that. Yeah. And I've done a lot of, um, learning around our energy and how it affects us. And what I just learned most recently is the timing of our energy. So mm -hmm. we're in the car holding on to the steering wheel, gripping it tightly because our teeth are clenched and we have a headache and we haven't eaten and we've had a long day. And now we're ruminating in our head about this phone call that we don't want to make. So mm -hmm. the don't is the negative. So we, we're already in a negative space. That energy that we're in beats us to the situation. Our energy is ahead of us. So mm -hmm. we're putting that negative energy onto that phone call that's not even happening for another hour. We've already shit on it in yes. our head. Yes. So that, when I learned that, I was like, crap, no wonder when I say it's gonna be mobbed, we're not gonna get a table, there's not gonna be any parking. Yes, 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 all those things happen because I got in that headspace my energy yes. told that situation that this was going to happen and then the universe proves me right. Yeah. So absolutely. And, and boundaries in the hair world are you and I could travel across the country and do major tours in salons, just saving people from themselves with boundaries. You know, I wish I knew when I was behind the chair as a, a young stylist, what I know now about how, I control how a client treats me and I set up that dynamic when she said, and now she's all texting me. Why does she have your phone number? Right. Yes. And that's in your, you're exactly right. So that was one thing you're talking about boundaries. You, by calling them at that hour, you set 
you you're setting the example you need to teach people how to treat you and if you don't answer your phone after 5 p.m then guess what nobody's going to call you after 5 p.m yeah. right uh, so another thing that i wanted to highlight in what she was saying was she asked the client if the client wanted a trim okay this is a new client let's not forget this is a new client so she's on the phone saying and do you want a trim when you come in too you know, and so, so what? would you like fries with that? <laughs> right, exactly. You're an order taker. You're right. You're an order taker. So you've just said, do you want to trim? And then in the almost the same breath, you want to set yourself apart from people at Great Clips. Right. right. I mean, what? You know, if you want that salon atmosphere and you want that high level of professionalism, it starts with your, with your wording, with what you say, you know, and we talk about this and, and you and I have talked about this. I talk about this with new hires all the time. You know, it is the words you choose to use. So 100%. that's, a, I mean, I was like, well, so many things. Yeah. So many things yeah. wrong. And, and the whole, you know, I get it. You know, it's a new world. Everybody has their phone attached to them and people are getting looser with the, you know, giving clients their phone number, but you see all the rants in the forums about these people are texting me at whatever hour. Okay. You set that up. You set up that behavior that they could reach you at any time. If you want to rein it in, technology is our friend. You can have an auto reply on your phone that says, mm -hmm. thank you for reaching out. I answer my messages from this time to this time. I've received your message. I will get back to you shortly. You're right. not being rude. They're like, oh, she got it. You yeah. know, that they're, they're being heard. And they know that you're going to get to it the next day. And to your point, they're going to be in a much better headspace and not say you want to with that because I got to go and, you know, I'm hungry. So yeah. yeah, that was, uh, that was a lot. And, and, you know, everybody, when they, when they put these things on, I just thought about this this morning, I was getting ready for my coffee chat and I thought about how many people are leaning on strangers in a hair color or hair education forum. They're asking an entire group of strangers they have never met their opinion on something. And in anything in life, I mean, think about when the elections for office, you know, there's going to be people who hate this candidate. There's going to be people who love this candidate. So you're always going to get a mixed bag. And for me, when I see these poor people really leaning on this for therapy, I'm like, you're going to be rocking in the corner, grasping at your knees, needing a straitjacket. If you think that you're going to get a good answer out of an opinion poll of 500 people from all over the country with all different business models. You know, some are quick, get them in, get them out, $8 haircut. Some are $100 haircut with a aromatherapy neck pillow and a custom cappuccino. So right. how are you going to get the right advice? You know, stop using Facebook mm -hmm. forums to coach you and help you grow your life. Find, you know, one person that you trust that right. will coach you and mentor you and give you good advice. And, and you know that that person is successful. These people that are answering, you don't know anything about them. And you're right. taking on what they say and feeling bad. I mean, I can't tell you how many times. I, I'll rem I remember an exact situation where somebody said something and I said, oh, oh, I know. They were like, you know, I have an idea and I want to invent this, that, or that. And I said, oh, I've had an idea for a while about an applicator bottle 
that I would love to see invent it, but I don't have the, you know, the resources or the time or the interest in like seeing that through. Like it, I know it's a big, huge project, but I'm like, if only somebody else would do it. And the answers that I got, the bullying on this one forum, who the hell uses an applicator bottle in 2018? Oh, that is unheard of. You are so unprofessional. That is ridiculous. I was like, okay, so Beth Minardi, who is, is a career colorist and who has gotten every reward known to man, who shared with me her tip on why and how to use an applicator bottle to keep the hair in optimum condition with zero banding and zero damage, you little person in Bodunk, wherever the frick you live, are going to tell me that I'm unprofessional because I'm not splattering like spin art my floor because I'm using a bowl and brush and traveling from my tray to the head and splattering my clothing, my counter, my floor, my chairs. Oh, you're so professional. I was so fired up. London, yeah. I don't think I went to bed for like three. Like I was so beyond hijacked. And yeah. then I'm like, I am letting a bunch of strangers who don't know me and I don't know them affect me as a human being. Right. I did this. I put my little thing out there. So I stopped and that's where expert color solutions came from. That's where ask the color expert, this very podcast came from because I'm like, I'm a control freak to begin with. So if I have my own forum and my own set of standards, then I can control the negativity and I don't have any any of that in any of my groups because I think yeah. people frankly are scared to death because they know I'll just be like, you're out. See ya. Bye. You're not, you're not playing in my sandbox because Take your ball I don't and care. Out. Yeah. I don't care if you use a freaking plastic fork to put color on, like that's your technique and you do you and let me do me and like, don't come at me the because I use something fork. that works. <laughs> that's a new okay, technique. So. I'm, I'm going to create. <laughs> fork collage. <laughs> You know, all the, all the names that, that everybody has Please to come up with. For gosh. So, yeah. Well, okay. So, what? one very last thought about this uh, post, because you can't see it, but, so she says she called at 8, she got, she started calling these these two women at 8 p.m. She wrote this post at 9.21. So, she had, so she started at 8, she had one conversation for 20 minutes and one at 30 minutes and then wrote this post. And I thought by the time, how angry she was by the time she wrote this post. Um, she might, she, maybe next time, I don't know who, I don't know who she is, but my advice would, to her would just be, um, next time, just don't call them at 8 PM. And then, like you said, don't put this on the forum and ask of, you know, 7,000 people what their opinions are, because I guarantee it's only going to make you angrier. It's only going to take you further down that rabbit hole. Hundred um, percent. I mean, think about how many when when I first started doing um, public speaking workshops on how to be engaging as a speaker on the stage, how to get people's attention, all that stuff. The very first workshop that I went to, <clears throat> of course, I got picked first to go up with no warning. They didn't tell you the night before this was going to happen, and they said, "Elaine, come up and speak about anything for eight minutes." So of course your pulse is quickening and you're sweating and you're like, oh my God, what am I going to talk about? And I'm, I was conscious because the lesson before was about the ums and the, the nervous things with your hands and all that. So I'm, I'm overthinking all this stuff. So I do my best and I do my little eight minute thing. And the, the person who ran the program said, 
Um, anybody have any feedback for Elaine? And there was just all a bunch of blank stares. So I was like, oh God, that must have been really bad because they're just like speechless. They're just giving me that constipated look. Like, I don't know what just happened. So my mind goes to, I'm terrible. They hated that. Of course I had to go first. If I saw somebody else, maybe I would have done better because I could see the example. So I'm spinning out of control the next day. And I go home and beat myself up. This is kind of, you know, parallel to this. So my girlfriend's with me. I'm going over and over. Maybe I need to do the corporate steeple hands and wear a Navy jacket and be to be taken more seriously. Maybe I wasn't, you know, structured enough. And But that's not my personality. So of course she's telling me because that's more her person. Oh yeah, maybe you should get more like everybody else just until they like you. That was her mm -hmm. advice. And she's a therapist. She's like, be who they want you to be. And then once they like you, then be funny, fun, Elaine. And I was like, oh, okay. So I go back the next day and I have a navy blazer on, literally. <laughs> Hair is more, you know, corporate -y, less accessories, all that. And I'm doing the steeple hands that you guys can't see because this is a I podcast. You, yeah, I really but wish. Doing the steeple hands and pausing instead of umming. And I was like, the first one was like, and when I became a hairdresser, my sister turned her hair orange and that's how my career started. And, you know, people are laughing or whatever. And steeple hands was like, so if you're going to properly formulate color, you have to understand the universal law of color. Right. And I was all steepled up and I was all serious. And I look out and she asks for feedback and I get the constipated look again. Oh. So I'm like, how would you people? <laughs> so I did what the girl in your post did. And I said, you know what, people? Literally, just because now I'm me again on the stage. You know what, people? Yesterday when I was me, you all looked at me like I had 16 heads and it was the most awful presentation you've ever seen. Today, I'm in a Navy blazer doing my steeple hands. I didn't do a single um. I was very professional and you're giving me that look. And this guy raised his hand. I will never forget this as long as I live. Raised his hand and he said, yesterday, we didn't say anything because it was perfect. Who the hell did I just see talk and where is that girl from yesterday? Hmm. And I was like, no feedback right. became my feedback. Sure. When you get feedback, when you get written feedback, they had them do a, an in-writing version. 20 people gave feedback. One person was negative. What do you think I grabbed onto and spun out on the rest of the day? The right. one person that was negative. Mm -hmm. So we all do it. So don't ask for those opinions on a forum and then spin out over somebody that if you stalk their page enough is probably yeah. on the, the verge of being homeless and looks like the Tiger King's toothless husband. Like <laughs> you're, you're going by a total stranger. You know Wait, nothing about Are we talking about Dylan or are talking about the, the, orig the original <laughs> husband, man? He has about two digits left in his skull from all the meth. Are you watching that? Elaine, I already watched all that. <laughs> oh, don't tell me. I'm at the I'm at the point where um, Joe, that the guy just well, I don't even want to say it on here because there right. could be some fans. But the, the very big mishap happened with the one that wasn't gay that ended up pretending to be gay to be with Joe. So yeah, right. things are heating up. So yeah, I mean that's that's what people do, and it's just craziness. So you got to well, you check yourself before you wreck yourself. Right. <laughs> Well, and I mean, I'm, I'm going to snowball down the hill for a second, but the same thing happens when you want to start a business or, you know, if you wanted to do a fork, 
work a lodge, you know, <laughs> if you wanted to put yourself out there and do something new or different, you open yourself up, you're vulnerable, vulnerable, and you're going to get criticized. Uh, but you know, when I first started Salon Scholar, I did not receive very good feedback from people that I helped, that were some of the people that I held very high, like in, you know, in the pedestal, in my personal life. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about the industry. The industry was very well received, but some people that I knew in my personal life, and I was shocked. I was absolutely shocked, um, you know, that some of the opinions and some of the criticism, and then I thought to myself, you know what? You're not doing this, right? You know, I mean, mm -hmm. there is there is a point where you have to tell yourself that you're you're either going to charge forward and keep going and just ignore it, and then once you do that, you defeat you defeat every time every time you conquer something that you thought you couldn't. You it's like it's like you I don't know it's like you have rocks in your back. It's like fuel, yeah, yeah, and then you just start throwing them out of your backpack. Yeah, you know? and then and then it just gets so much easier, and you just like now. It, it doesn't even phase me. I mean, I don't, I do not. And I think because of that, I don't get feedback like that anymore. It was when I, it was when I first started and I was really asking for it. Now I ask my new hires, the, the people that have actually gone through it. I ask my salon owners for feedback. Right. I ask people that I want to know how to improve and do better. I'm not going to ask an outsider that has no idea what I'm doing inside. <laughs> if you called anyone in my family right now, anyone, my mother, my father, my sister, my brother, sister-in-law, like they have no idea what I'm doing. Like I am like this anomaly that they're yeah. like, how did she just move to another state? She just walked away from her salon after 30 years. Like, I don't get it. What does she do? Is she just going around selling her book? Like they just don't understand. So to your point, if I look to them and of course I did, you know, years ago, like eight years ago is when this whole idea was brewing. And I was like, I need to help other hairdressers. How can I do it? And my best friend, we would be driving home from a hair event. And I would say to her, God, I'm getting to the point where everything that I go to, I could have taught the class. Like it's all becoming a repeat. So I said, I just feel like it's the universe telling me it's time to teach. It's time to share. And I would apply to be an educator, there's one company that really hijacked me. I'm not going to throw them under the bus, but they did a, you know, become a blah, blah educator. And I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. I love that product. It's perfect. I educate anyway. And I got rejected. And <clears throat> I took it as you're not meant to be an educator. You know, you didn't get picked. And, and now in hindsight, I'm like, I would never be, I would never know you. I would never be doing this. I wouldn't have my own podcast. I wouldn't have my own education company. If I was like one of their minions running around the country for $50 to do, you know, an eight hour class, that was a gift. Yeah. So, you know, you have to, to your point, just keep letting those rocks pile up. If it keeps pecking at you and it doesn't go away, you know, yeah. you just keep having that burning desire, no matter what anyone says then it's right. time to just jump without the parachute, you know? Yeah. Well, and you know, and another thing, when I first started, I had, I would have people say, you know, what is stopping somebody from taking your idea? What is stopping somebody from taking your idea? And I was like, and I would say 100% nothing. nothing, but let me tell you what I did and what I have that nobody will do. And that is, I will put in the hours. I'm talking 60 hours a week, 100%. Yeah. 100 hours free writing books, you know, putting my whole heart and soul and, and, 
in this material and everything that I do to make it a high standard professional um, business, that was my standard. And if you do that, I am more than happy to have you as quote unquote competition because I don't see you as competition. Not at all. You know, so if you want to... You know, it's so, it's so timely because right now, and we're going to, we were not going to talk about the whole virus, but we are because it's just what's happening and we're going to segue into our next example, but that's exactly what's happening right now with you and I, like we've been at this virtual education thing for years preparing to be able to be a virtual company. And now like last night I was going to bed and there's like 50 pop-ups on my Instagram. So-and-so is doing quarantine, you know, things in her kitchen. And I'm like, of course you get a little hijacked. I'm like, oh, great. She lives in, you know, Beverly Hills. She has a bigger following. She has this, she has that. Like you get where you're like, oh my gosh, now everybody's going to be doing it. But let me tell you something. I sat through your blow dry class in my pop-up workshop. And if I were to put a blow dry class in my, (laughs) my membership, everyone would leave. I was commenting the entire time. I am so terrible at blow drying. And now I know you and I love you. And I'm like, my course is all about hair color. But if my members said, you know, Elaine, you tell us all about hair color, but without a good blowout, our hair color is not going to look good. I want your video in my course showing them how to blow dry. So collaboration, my whole coffee chat this morning was collaboration over competition. Stop looking at it as competition. There's enough for all of us, you know? And if you, and that's such a great point. I mean, I just love that so much because yes, in my course, I have a very broad range of every, you know, everything that we teach. However, I am not going to sit here and tell you that I am amazing at every single thing, right? So we have to look to other people. Like you're right. There's, it's a, it's a whole puzzle. And if there's a missing piece or somebody's doing it, where you're like, you admire the way they're doing something, bring them in, Right. you know, like open yourself up and, and like, I would, we wouldn't have this relationship if we weren't, if we didn't both have that growth mentality, if you didn't have that growth mentality, we wouldn't be sitting here talking. I would, I would have, you know, we wouldn't have answered each other's messages back on whatever, but you know, you, you see strength in other person, like your color education is so phenomenal why wouldn't we put those pieces together for other people and for ourselves? It makes, it makes my job easier. You know, like when the, when some of the salon scholar girls went into a class with you and we did that collaboration for color class. I mean, the, the level, the level at, of the education was there because you brought it to that level. It's not because I brought it to that level, you know? And so Yeah. I just think that's a great point. Well, I know too, like as an educator, how many times have you said something for for me, it was with the staff, you know, I would come back from an event and I would say, oh my gosh, I learned this new thing. And you know, this is how you do this and and they would all give me that you know blank stare. And then six months later, I would bring them to an event with that same educator and they would hear it from him or her and be like, oh my God, they're writing it really fast. It's putting it in their notes. And I'm like, guys, I said that to you six months ago. So sometimes <laughs> your students hearing from me or my students hearing from you, it's a new perspective. It's a new personality. It's a new sure. delivery. You are so hyper-focused and organized. I'm watching that blow dry class. And I'm like, my classes and especially my um, coffee chats are so ADD on fire. Like I crack up. My husband's like, you watch your own videos and laugh at yourself. I'm like, 
because it's so funny how all over the place I am. I mean, they, they end up getting the information and understanding it and it's delivered with humor, which can be good because sometimes it can be very boring learning about the chemistry of hair color. But I have, I have a clip on my Instagram right now and I'm pacing back and forth on the stage and I'm like, I'm going to say this again. The lift is in the tube. Did everybody get that? And um, the hands are flying and I'm all over the place. And I'm like, but I'll have someone write to me and they'll say, you know, it was so refreshing to have some humor in a class and not have it be so PowerPoint boring. So, yeah. you know, sometimes it's well, just. The thing about PowerPoints is well, now, I'm real, now we're really going out of control, aren't we? But the thing this about is my ADD pulling you off, off topic on our WTF episode. <laughs> well, the thing about PowerPoints is, and I'm not, okay, I want to be really careful how I say this because I have given presentations in front of a lot of people and used a PowerPoint. However, I don't read off the PowerPoint. It right, is to keep you on track. on track because everybody can read that's in the audience. If they wanted to read my PowerPoint, I would just send you it out. You have to be there. Exactly. <laughs> right. Um, but I want to be careful about that because I have used PowerPoints just so everybody knows I'm not saying anything negative about it. But to your point, you know, put some humor in it or even if you have to joke, put a joke or I don't know. My, and my daughter, funny, my daughter monitors me from the back jokes. of the room. <laughs> she's like, mom, you said, uh, I'll, I'll say something. And she's like, mom, you know, the world is different. There's like gender you know, what gender do you identify? You can't say she can't. I'm like, oh, well, I might as well retire because I'm going to offend everybody. Because if you have to think about every word that you're saying, and I always preface everything with, as an educator, I say, in my opinion, because I'm not a chemist. I don't create this hair color. I just know how it works for me and in real world application. And I could be a hundred percent wrong, but I've had 33 years of happy clients getting their gray covered. So something's working. So it's right. kind of like take what you want, leave what you don't agree with, and be open to a new way of doing things. How are you on time? What time is it? I'm good. You want to do our, sure. um, do our next one? Uh, okay. So the next one was um, something that I found and that is very, uh, oh, did it go away? See, this is when London is organized and I'm not. Oh, well, you're organized. You, you had it. I know you did. It just went Well, away. I'm going to ad lib it. I had that. Why did it go away? Um, so a salon owner that is a uh, booth renter, you know, her stylists pay her for a chair. It's not a solo suite. They have individual chairs within a salon. She said, I went in to clean and disinfect my entire salon. And I walked in and one of my renters cleaned out her entire station, all of her brushes, combs, clips, and scissors, but her chair was gone as well. She took the chair out of the salon and I called her and she's not answering my calls and what should I do? And I was like, That's a good wow, one. like, I don't even know what to say about that. I, I mean, clearly the chair... Yeah. does not belong to her. I don't, maybe it does. Maybe her setup was they had to bring their own chair. I've never seen a booth rent situation that's BYOC, bring your own chair. It's usually that that's all they get is the chair and they have to do their supplies and all of that. But there's a lot going on right now to that story and to other things. It's like people are giving their opinion. Again, going back to what we talked about earlier, yeah. the, the owner should not be charging people rent. That's not right. Well, 
who's paying the owner's rent for the space. And right. if the owner is on a lease, she has a landlord she has to answer to. The landlord has to pay his note on owning the building. So he is, owes money to the bank. So there's this whole trickle down thing. And there's such strong opinions on both sides of they should get three months off. They shouldn't have to pay their rent. Um, you know, the whole world is in the same boat. I don't know how people think that people can just say, oh no, you're good. I love you. This is hard times. You know, it's crazy. Well, I agree with you. And I have moved many chairs before. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, you know, but they're awkward and they're heavy. So that kind of tells me that somebody else was helping her too. And you're right. I've never heard of a space that you rent where you also have to supply your own chair. So that I felt like that was, that's unusual that somebody would take the chair, but yeah, you know, she probably was unhappy b before this. And this she was like her exit stage, lives. right? This was her yeah. opportunity and nobody's in there. Let me get my stuff and go. But the chair's a little extreme. <laughs> Number I'm one, a used chair. Yeah. yeah. When you try to sell chairs, I've remodeled so many times and the chair yeah. is still really functional, but it just sure. doesn't fit the decor anymore. I had chairs that were, I think they were like $600 brand new. And, you know, I have so many friends that own salons that could, like my chair was nicer than their current chairs and I couldn't give the damn things away. People yeah. don't even, because to your point, they're heavy. It's yeah, hard to awkward. move them. They have that, you know, base and, oh uh, Yeah. So it's, there's never going to be a lack of a WTF, um, podcast, no. you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Can we do a seven hour WTF? Like oh my God. <laughs> like the pop-up. Can you imagine? I have, I have no voice left from the pop-up. If you guys are listening to this and you don't know what we're talking about, um, London was amazing. I threw together a virtual hair show in two days. I was supposed to teach at the Chicago show. I was beyond excited. So rather than have a pity party that the show was canceled, I was like, I know so many educators that are going as crazy as me right now and trapped at home. So let's do like a virtual jam session. I have yeah. all the tools because I'm an online educator and so is London. So she had to show me up because her background's cooler than mine. <laughs> And you could see her better than me and her sound was perfect and she didn't have a single tech glitch. Yeah, you're awesome. Um, so yeah, we um, spent the entire day and I, I talked on my coffee chat. I hope you'll listen to it, London. I talked about how with the exception of Philip, every single presenter was female and oh, yeah. strong female businesswomen that are independent businesses. There, there was not a single corporate, you know, lackey that's like getting paid $20 to schlep around flip charts and swatches and talk about lavender and rose hips ingredients in a tube of color. Like I didn't want any of that because everybody's sick to goddamn death of product knowledge classes. I will not allow a, a industry rep, a corporate color rep into my salon because every time I've ever had one of those classes, I have to clean up the mess. When they say, pull it all the way through the ends, apply it to the roots, set the timer, just squirt it with a water bottle. Hello, 1975. You're yeah. at, your teacher from beauty school is calling. Even she's updated since then. So yeah. then I have to, they're like, well, you said, I'm like, you know what? I'm never having them in my salon again. Like if we get a new product, we play with it. We'll watch a video. I reached out to the powers that be of those companies and like, listen, the product knowledge class, it's over. Salon owners don't want to shut their business down for two hours 
on a day where they could have production with their stylist. The stylist don't want to be there. The owner doesn't want to be there. Most times the educator doesn't want to be there because they're only getting paid 50 bucks. They don't even right. get paid for their lunch or anything. And it's an eight yeah. hour day. It's insanity. Yeah. But we all keep doing it because it's like, oh, I want to be an educator and this is the only way to do it. Not anymore. You yeah. could run a whole entire, I could run my whole membership from my smartphone. I could set yeah. up my platform, do every video, everything from my iPhone right now. Right. When you and I started, that was not the case. We had to have a nice video camera and a backdrop and sound and lights and all this stuff. And it was a lot. When, when you and I created our programs, that was the hardest yeah. part for me anyway, was the tech, just trying yeah. to figure it all out. And now people, you know, I well, know people that have entire out. things on Facebook. And then also, you know, running, and opening a business. I mean, you know, op opening a business, but you know what I mean by that? Yeah. Um, there's so much that goes with that. You can do it. And I love that you highlighted, you know, strong female because this industry, I mean, our clients are the majority are female, right? So, and I find it kind of ironic that even in our industry, the top, the top, top, tippy top professionals are still men. Still men. Yeah. Still men. I have nothing against men. Nothing against men. Don't get me wrong here. Nothing against men. But I do love seeing strong female entrepreneurs. I just love it. I really do. So I love that you highlighted that and gave us the platform to um, educate and be her. I mean, the fact that you, that you put it on and sat there for nine hours <laughs> <laughs> this goes back to it was like a manic episode <laughs> it, goes, it goes back to the grit so if you know if somebody was to complain or not like something or something went wrong uh it goes back to the grit nobody else is well people are doing it but there's so many people that aren't doing it so when i say nobody's doing it that's kind of right. what i mean by nobody. Right. but yes there are people that are doing it and there's not there's phenomenal education out there um, you have to, you, sometimes you got to swim through some of the education that's, that's maybe a little misleading. And then to get to the educators that truly are invested in helping you grow because they have a growth mindset. Absolutely. And, and the whole entire workshop was completely pitch free. You didn't mention your program. I didn't mention my, like I said, we have this, you know, this is how we know each other. This is what we do, but it wasn't yeah. like at the end. Okay. Now for $49 for only 30 minutes, here's the timer. We're running out of time. Like I can't as many things as I go to, to learn about how to properly market an online business. It just doesn't sit well with me or my brand. So I'm just kind of like, you know what? It's a grassroots organic growth thing. Um, you and I support each other, other businesses, we can all help each other out and we're going to get there eventually without being cheesy info, commercial salespeople and just doing what we do best and, and, you know, sharing our passion for the industry. So we're definitely going to be doing another one. So stay tuned. And we went really long on this one. So if we want this to be the most listened to, we have to shut the hell up and, and wrap it up. And I know you have something after this. So thank you. This yeah, is the highlight you. of my month, our WTF episode. It's always a pleasure. Thanks guys for listening. We will see you on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Please subscribe and be sure to leave a review. For more information on hair color education, 
please visit my website, www.expertcolorsolutions.com. See you soon.